0: All right, we're live. Welcome to the Huddle Buddies podcast. I'm your co host, Aaron. And I'm Sean. And today we are going over the NFC East. NFC Beast. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, we're going to dive into the NFC champs from last season Philadelphia Eagles. Starting out at an over under of 10 and a half wins. 10.5 that 10.5 seems 10.5. awfully low.
0: Yes, and I feel like the the AFC East, or the AFC, what did we do last week? The AFC West, it was kind of the same thing. It was like the over-under seemed like a little bit low.
1: I mean, people got to, there's got to be teams that win and teams that lose. I just, and I know that Super Bowl hangovers are real. It's a real thing. It can happen, but I just don't see that with this team. They're just, they're, at all the skill positions, they're just stacked
0: and they are, they're they're at even money to win and that might just be because you know they were they were really good last year but like where have they been the last few years and uh, so you never know i mean some other team might step up but in this case i think the eagles are are good for another run
1: i mean their defense is going to be solid again and the fact that they somehow got jalen carter in the ninth overall pick is that to me is just crazy because i mean prior to the car accident situation he was number one on every mock draft all the way leading up until about a month before the draft and then all of a sudden it got quarterback heavy but jalen carter might end up being the best player in this draft and to fall to the perfect situation in philadelphia i mean that's that's a win-win for philly and for jalen carter
0: sure. And I think we got to start with the quarterback, which I mean, a lot of these guys you're drafting anyways, no matter what. Um, Jalen Hurts, that goes without saying, he's in that top three tier of of quarterbacks, Mahomes, Allen and Hurts. Um, Last year was his breakout season. He averaged 28 points per game in fantasy. Uh, That's just ridiculous because the closest person to that top three was not the number four quarterback at 23 points per game. So you're getting a huge advantage drafting those top three quarterbacks.
1: See, and that's always one of those positions in fantasy where I'm like, okay, can I wait on a quarterback because the difference over the course of a season is not much? But that's a pretty big gap between that top tier of quarterbacks and then the next tier, basically.
0: Yeah, and... Um... I'm, I'm just going to let the draft fall to me because if I have an opportunity to get one of these guys at a good value, but I am not reaching for one of these top three guys because as we know, the top three guys aren't always the top three guys every year. Obviously, Jalen Hurts, it was his breakout season, but I know a lot of people were talking him up in the, the offseason last year.
1: There's going to be regression with some guys. There's also going to be some guys that step up. Um, I mean, I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers having as bad of a year as he did last year with you know, his talent around him now. But can I just say that I want to see the Eagles do a quarterback sneak all the way down the field in one drive?
0: Yeah, yeah. And Three yards and a cloud of dust It was crazy because you couldn't even – you you knew exactly what they were going to do, and they just keep doing it, and there's nothing you can do about it's it. It's a
1: cheat code. It's not like I, – I mean, they know it's coming. The defense knows it's coming. The Eagles already know it's coming. You just line up all your, your fat boys up there. You got – You know Dallas Goddard pushing him, and you know you got uh, Hertz who squats what thousand pounds, six hundred pounds, whatever it is. But like, just that's just unfair. Anyway, I I really I really do like the the Eagles. I like the over. Um, I think their defense got exposed a little bit in the Super Bowl, but like that's one of those things where it's like every team can have a bad game, and the Chiefs have a way of making a lot of teams look really bad. In games. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say that the Eagles have to be the cream of the crop in this division.
0: And I, I read an article about their their switch from uh, running backs. They moved on from Miles Sanders and then they signed <clears throat> Penny and Swift. But I think they the Miles Sanders signed like a five or six million dollar contract and they got Penny and Swift for, I think, a million less than what Miles Sanders signed for. So it was like, Kind of a genius uh signing for them.
1: Yeah, and I mean that that is way gonna go down to like health-wise. I love both players. Rashad Penny last year when he started the year was unreal. You know, DeAndre Swift, when he doesn't have Dan Campbell hating him and keeping him on the sidelines, DeAndre Swift is a long touchdown waiting to happen. So I don't really I, I like both of those guys and maybe when they if they split the carries 50-50, maybe it'll work out to be a, that they can stay healthy for the year. But I mean if you have those two as a one-two punch, either one can break long touchdowns.
0: See, I I I disagree a little bit because I feel like for me, I, I like Penny over Swift just because of the way this offense is ran. Um they don't they don't chuck down. Jalen Hurts doesn't check down, he takes off. So he, he runs the, the football. So it's like, I don't know how much work in the passing game there's going to be. Um, I think that they're, I think I saw a stat there, like one of the lowest, um, they have one of the lowest uh, conversion rates for, for passing to running backs. I think it's, it's pretty low. Um, they both carry heavy injury risks, though. That's, that's the one thing is like draft with caution. Um, Penny's amazing when he's healthy. He's got five games with over 130 rushing yards in his last 10 games, I believe. So, big playability, and, uh, he only needs eight to 12 touches to kind of be successful. Same thing with Swift. He's, he's got a, you know, he can, he can make big plays, uh, in the passing and the run game.
1: I have a love-hate with DeAndre Swift, because he was definitely a guy that helped me win a league one year, and then I was... So much in love with him that i took him the next year and that's when dan campbell campbell decided that he hates fantasy football so yeah do
0: you was... think do you think that how if swift is involved in the passing game i mean they have so many weapons they have you know dallas goddard aj brown devonta smith um like do you think he can get some work in the passing game I think
1: he could, depending on how the offense is going to be utilized. I mean, it, they're they're obviously a, a very heavy run team. Um, if you're splitting DeAndre Swift out wide and having him and Pena both on the field at the same time, I could definitely see it where he could be a solid contributor. Will he be a 20 carry a game running back? No, probably not. You're hoping for... Probably 8 to 10 carries for Swift. And- You're
0: hoping the, both of these guys stay healthy.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> More know, than anything. That's these just, guys yeah.
0: are just, uh, they're the most fragile running backs, I would say, you know, out there. Um, Penny had so much, uh, Penny and Swift had so much, you know, like everyone thought the world of them. And uh, they just haven't been able to stay healthy and stay in the field.
1: Shall we move on to America's team?
0: America's team, the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, well, just just want to say one thing. Uh, I had a note about Devonta Smith. Um, I, I find myself drafting him more than I'm drafting AJ Brown. Uh, he was a number thirteen wide receiver last year. I just think the sky's the limit for that guy.
1: He's so shifty. He's so fast. I loved watching him in Alabama, and he, I mean, it's translated pretty well. I mean, everyone was worried about the size, but when you can move the way he moves, size doesn't. I mean, he's just he's unstoppable. For um, sure. All right. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, let's move on to them. Um, America's team. To be America's team, you have to win at least a couple of Super Bowls, right?
0: Yeah, like, true.
1: Yeah. Like so the Cowboys, I mean, they've won a lot of Super Bowls recently, right?
0: But uh, oh <laughs> No,
1: they haven't well when
0: when was it? But, the Amer-
1: but they're America's team.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what what's going on with that? Why are they considered America's team? We need to strip them of this. Although I, I, they're like, they have some of my most fa- like my the their players are like some of my favorite fantasy players.
1: Well, that's because Jerry Jones drafts his players based on how much he would like them in fantasy. I mean, Jerry, the the Cowboy like to be America's team. I'm sorry, you got to win more than one Super Bowl in the last
0: what thirty years?
1: No, you have to win a playoff game.
0: Let's get to <laughs> the playoffs first before we talk about you know being America's team. Uh, Dak, he had a down year last year. There's no other way to slice it. Um, I still think he can post good numbers, but I don't think he's gonna—he's in that elite category anymore, or if he ever was. Um, also, they lost Zeke Ezekiel Elliott, so that's going to open a lot more up, open up a lot more in the passing game because they utilize Zeke, you know, on the goal line a lot more.
1: And I love. Me, some nah, tony pollard. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is like that dude is
0: this might be my favorite part of the segment this talking is about tony this pollard. is
1: tony pollard season right here like me and you both last year in different leagues had tony pollard and every every week when it was ezekiel it's out with the hamstring me and you were like let's go it's i have tony it right pollard. here my How favorite
0: running back this I'm, is this guy like I mean, what, what is there to not like about this guy? He was the number one nine running back last year. Then uh, that was with Zeke, 15 points per game. I think the two games he was without Zeke, he rushed for over 115 yards in both games. So I think he should take over. Um, this is a kind of fun little stat here. In the last 10 years, the lead back in Dallas has averaged 250 touches, nine out of 10 years. Ooh. So...
1: I mean, Malik Davis is not going to fight him for touches. No.
0: Um, there was reports though. Jerry Jones was saying he's the door's still open for Ezekiel Elliott, and that would be a big impact if they do sign him. I think I'm it's going to be it's going to be a goal thing. line
1: thing. Yeah. I mean, I, and I I do like what they did at receiver. W- why does everyone hate Brandon Cooks? Because he is on what his like tenth yeah. team. Like, I feel
0: like he's getting overlooked. Um, he produced with the most terrible offenses I've ever seen. You know, the Texans, uh, I can't even tell you who their quarterback is. I don't even know. So uh
1: well now it's T J Stroud.
0: Oh and now we got yeah. Oh but he
1: had before uh,
0: that Davis Mills. Okay, Davis Mills. Mills mafia. Yeah. So And no Dalton Schultz. So, you know, Brandon Cooks is a slot receiver. He's gonna that's going to open up a lot of targets over the middle for Brandon Cooks.
1: This always blows my mind. Trivia question. How old is Brandon Cooks?
0: 34. 29. Oh, my God. That always he's been gl- in the league forever. That
1: blows my mind. Every time someone tells me that, because I would have thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, he's been around forever. 29 years old.
0: Um, For C.D. Lamb, I, I just think just don't get cute easily. Just, you know. Give him the ball. There's no you know when you're in your fantasy drafts and he's on your board you know he's I don't know I don't see a a downfall for him no no I
1: mean and Brandon Cooks now can take the top off the defense a little bit I think he's going to be a great addition um yeah I just think it for them it's going to be I mean their defense is going to be nasty you got Micah Parsons you got the the rookie uh, Mazzy Smith did you see his uh his interview the other day no <laughs> they were asking him they were like hey so uh you know how much how, like are you excited for the football year he's like i don't like football i like hitting people oh yeah i was that, like that, that's my yeah, kind of football that's player that's right the defensive lineman i want on my team i don't like and i don't that, like talking to you guys i just like hitting people that's my that
0: thing. reminds me of uh khabib in the ufc you know and they asked him you know what you know what are your goals in the ufc and he said i just like smashing people yeah Yeah, mean, like, how can you not like you could not
1: ask for a better draft pick for for a guy on the defensive line, yeah, for sure. All right, so let oh, and their over under for wins is nine and a half.
0: And this this team could legitimately challenge a Philadelphia Eagles if they are doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, with all you know jokes aside about the Cowboys. If if they are living up to their potential, I think they can.
1: What do you feel about Mike McCarthy calling plays though?
0: Yeah, because, that's going to be tricky. That worries. Have they? Do they have an offensive coordinator now in Dallas? I, I mean, anyone that gone, I don't. Yeah. I,
1: all I know is that like, they McCarthy like, is the head play caller. I mean, they have to have an OC. But yeah, that's
0: that kind <clears> of. <throat> I'm not sure about that one.
1: I, I just that one worries me because he was the coach that was saying just run the damn ball, and I just I don't see. Oh, Brian Schottenheimer is the OC now. I don't know. I, I just, I if if Mike McCarthy has his way, he's just going to pound the rock all the time. And that worries me because when you have a CD lamb, I just feel like that's, that's a waste if you're Definitely. not using him. And then get, get Pollard out in space. Don't make that guy run 25 times between the tackles.
0: No, that's not what he's built for.
1: All right. So on to the Giants. Surprising playoff team last year. Very. I mean, they got hot right well i
0: think it's just the coach you know i think that he's just uh i mean coming from motivator
1: coming from buffalo and i mean you saw the you saw an immediate impact with brian dayball with the way that daniel jones performed and the way that josh allen performed josh allen was not the same kind of quarterback as he was the year before brian dayball made i
0: i lost a lot of money on the giants last year because i always pick against them and they just keep winning
1: that's it i can never i can never figure the giants out because they will come out and they will be amazing and then they'll come out and just lay an egg and you're like what in the world? what's their over under their over under is seven and a half for a team that made the playoffs last year, now it was nine seven and one, I believe, was their record last year. So,
0: so they they're going to fight an uphill battle this season. Um, everything I've been looking at, they have like one of the toughest schedules in fantasy football. Um, from what I've I've done research on, is they have the worst schedule for quarterback, worst schedule for running back, receiver, tight end. I, they have a lot going against them this year. Um, also. I was looking at their wide receiver core. All they have is slot receivers.
1: (laughs) And Sterling Shepard. I'm like looking at their... all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at their slot guys. I mean, they have Paris Campbell, slot receiver. Cole Beasley. Wondell Robinson. Darius Slayton. I mean, these guys are all slot guys. (laughs) Yeah. What's their plan? Just going to line everybody up in the slot or
1: what? I mean, does that mean that Darren Waller, who they... Added this. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's awesome. getting a lot
0: of buzz. I mean, everyone thinks he. Everyone in training camp is saying he's the number one target.
1: I'm sorry, I just can't trust a quarterback like Daniel Jones to get Waller the volume to be a consistent fantasy guy every week in and week out. Not like he was when right. Derek Carr was just yes. zeroed in on him because there was games where Darren Waller get 15, 20 targets a game.
0: Yes, and uh, Darren Waller is an injury risk as well. He's he's missed six-plus games every year that he's been a starter.
1: Well, he got that bag, and now he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my ankle, or whatever it is. Yeah, I, hate I mean, that. the offense is still going to, they're going to live and die by Saquon. And that's a whole interesting thing yes. in itself, being that, you know, the contract situation and then all of a sudden he had a revelation he said and he was just like yeah I'll come back for an extra 900 grand in incentives that doesn't even make sense to me so I mean
0: I'm I mean there's nothing that you can't there's nothing to say that like you think that Saquon Barkley can't be the workhorse in this system I mean I could see him getting 350 touches this year um just due to the low pass volume Danny Dimes he's you know, he's the ninth quarterback in, in NFL history to throw 3,000 passing yards and 700 rushing yards, but he's never passed for more than 235 yards in a game, and he's never had more than 15 passing touchdowns. That's, like, that's kind of scary for...
1: That's baseline, yeah. like, rookie quarterbacks come in and do that.
0: The rushing ability gives him that top 10 upside. And I that, mean, yeah. and that was surprising to me to see this guy run. I'm just like, wow, this guy, is he's got some some uh, legs, man.
1: I always remember him making that really long run. Yeah, and, and then it the turf monster to- got him, and he just d- <laughs> nose dived. I was like, "Well, he had an eighty yard touchdown." I am sure fantasy guys were real, real pleased with that. But yeah, I mean, I just I don't see the Giants being a playoff team. I really don't.
0: Yeah, and That's- I I would even take that under. I mean, I, I mean, you can't you if you put three hundred and fifty touches on Saquon, he's probably gonna get banged up. I mean, this guy runs violently and. I feel like that is kind of why he does get hurt is he's just so violent I mean, he's you know just do, smashes.
1: do you think saquon ever misses leg day
0: <clears throat> not at all no no <laughs> the boy's got wheels
1: yeah he has <laughs> massive thighs <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: like tree trunks all right uh let's move on to the uh most exciting team in the nfc east
0: the washington commies
1: the commies the football team the
0: Aren't they changing the their words. name or something? wasn't there
1: some sort of? I word? think. Well, yeah, the new. It owner, is a dumb name. The no, like, you like the. I don't know. I just I. I like I, the
0: football team. I like the football team.
1: I don't like adjusting to new names with teams.
0: They should have just left it. The now, football team.
1: But now I feel like you're just like lock into the Commanders. But I, I mean, I get it. They want to get the stink off of Daniel Snyder. But I don't know the. You got to incorporate like hogs or something, because you got those hogs that are always in the crowd, and I don't know. Yeah. But I don't want to get used to. It It took me long enough to say the Los Angeles Chargers, because to me they're always going to be San Diego Chargers. Yep. Yeah. And I just I don't know, but
0: that stadium was like rugged, was sandy.
1: (laughs) Dude, it's (laughs) it's nasty. That's like the the, Probably coli- one of the worst That's of like the, the Coliseum that the Raiders had where it was like there's rats on the field. Well, like, like
0: and on the tops they had like every single team's like helmet or whatever you know, their logo all yeah. across. It was like the weirdest thing, so like, Yeah, I don't understand that.
1: I, I mean Daniel Snyder, I'm so glad that he's out of there. And I mean I hope nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> but the best for the commanders and their new ownership group and I mean, but again, here you go, new ownership group. Ready? Sam Howell is your Sam quarterback. Howell. Enter
0: Sam Howell.
1: I. That's.
0: He's got one start under his belt.
1: That's not gonna end
0: well. He got 19 fantasy
1: points in that start. That that Which is one, not enough. Was that week 18 with you know the Chiefs already locked yeah. up the, the whole conference? I just I'd have, and the and the thing that sucks is you have good skill players, but if you don't have a quarterback that can and, get the ball.
0: And you got a new offensive coordinator. I mean, Eric I mean, Enemy is you know, and I think inserted BN- in there. I
1: think B enemy can help the running back situation, getting them the ball in space, because I think between yeah. Brian Robinson and um, oh gosh, Antonio Gibson, you got those two. I mean they're gonna they're gonna get theirs, I feel like just because it's easier to get them the ball. But Terry McLaurin, like Curtis Samuel, like what how, how are you John Dotson, how are you gonna get them the ball?
0: yes yeah so we got to figure out who i mean my favorite on this team is probably Jahan dotson um he's the one getting the most buzz mclaurin's you know mr consistent he ended the season mclaurin ended the season on a high note he scored at least 13 points in his last four games so hopefully that carries over um the way the running backs go i you know brian robinson i think he's gonna get you he's a safe floor.
1: And see, that's what I don't understand is that they're they're talking about Brian Robinson. Um, I apologize.
0: <laughs> she wants she wants a snack.
1: I think. My my daughter wants a snack.
0: Just get a snack.
1: <laughs> you know um, you
0: know who's a snack though is Antonio Gibson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice segue. I I mean Antonio yeah, but Brian Gibson, Robinson
0: I think is a safe floor. Yeah. So he's gonna get you eight to. 13 points at you know every game and possibly some some big ones but
1: i keep seeing stuff with brian robinson how they're talking about having him in that role where he's actually might get involved a little bit more in the past game i don't know i feel like you'd like to see it i feel like the upside with gibson is more
0: well gibson was a receiver in college
1: right so i just feel like based on that skill set and the ability, I mean, it's not like he hasn't shown the ability to run his rookie year. He was great, right? So, I just feel like
0: he had 46 catches last year,
1: yeah. I mean, that and alone, and from a fantasy perspective, especially in our PPR league, yeah, that's it, gonna keep him relevant. Um, Chase, I, Chase Young, real quick, defense wise, what like,
0: what, what, what are they in- do,
1: What I don't understand. Yes, he's had injuries, but why would you not pick up his fifth-year option to just see what he looks like now? I think he's... you have
0: to with any pass rusher that that has has flashed.
1: That you wasted that high a draft capital. On
0: him. Yeah, that's just a waste.
1: I, I mean, there was talks of him being traded in this last off season. I just that blows my mind that Chase Young has all of a sudden become just like irrelevant. Or, and I mean again, the injuries, I get it, but. I just there's too much talent there, to not at least take on that fifth year option and just see what he can do.
0: Yeah, and um, you know they they are a little sneaky DST. Um, I remember having them, you know, last year for a few. You know, I'm I'm more of a uh, I like to pick up the defenses on waivers. I'm totally fine with that because I think when you see them go, you know, and the towards you know the fourth to last round fifth to last round it's just like there's so many good players that i can get instead of that but
1: yeah i mean you have they only had 10 interceptions last year as a defense um however they did get uh emmanuel forbes as their rookie corner and he has the record in fbs for six career pick sixes so however that translates to the nfl we'll see but i mean there's some potential there for some more uh, turnovers with the defense and the secondary in general. Um, So, as far as the NFC East goes, I I really do think that it's the Eagles division to win. I could see the Cowboys. I could see them doing it. I hate to see that.
0: um, You know, maybe we're, we're we need to cut Sam Howell some slack. (laughs) Because <laughs> he, maybe he is something special, you know. You never know. Um, I mean, I think he has some sneaky upside with his rushing ability. And that one game that he started, obviously, we can't like base a lot on that. But he had thirty-four rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. So maybe I mean, he's not afraid to run, and maybe it can open stuff. I've honestly, I haven't seen enough tape on him to really make an opinion.
1: That's really to me the only way that he's going to provide it consistent value as if he does do anything with his legs but yeah i mean i don't know it'll be interesting
0: would you would you draft a guy like daniel jones like later like as a backup no yeah and (laughs) i can't i i I mean i like there's
1: too many good options especially like depending on how deep your league is our league being 10 teams i just when
0: i see him like take off for 60 yards and a touchdown it's like man that would have been nice to just pack on some of those points but the problem is is the low pass volume it just doesn't yeah he'll go 10 for
1: 18 for 120 yards the week after he runs wild but like there's just i the the way that fantasy drafts are going right now you could get someone like a trevor lawrence uh and aaron Rodgers anywhere from like the sixth seventh round on which i mean that's crazy um i mean two quarterback leagues it's a different story yeah i would consider him as a late round draft in quarter two quarterback leagues but in in our league 10 teams no
0: Mm -hmm. okay so you're on the clock aj brown or cd lamb
1: cd lamb yeah Yeah. too much volume i trust i as weird as it sounds i trust dak to throw the ball more consistent more frequently i guess than
0: yeah and and uh cd lamb's always open for like you know a 30 40 yard strike yeah. you know just over the middle aj brown
1: can disappear in games sometimes because then everything goes to Devonte or, yeah. or to dallas goddard so i just feel like it can change at any
0: time uh the new york giants they had a sneaky receiver uh isaiah hodgins i believe
1: yeah And he
0: had a few, I think he had six touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. So that's kind of like a sneaky player. Um, I don't know what to do with this receiving core, though. Paris Campbell, Cole Cole Beasley, Wondell Robinson, Darius Slayton. Like, this feels like a lot of uh, just random.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at it, I mean, Paris Campbell is, I mean, between him and Slayton, they're the highest volume guys but Slayton only had 724 yards last year. So, you know, you got 724 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, Isaiah Hodges did lead the team with four touchdowns, but at 392 yards receiving. So there's a lot of question marks there. Um, I think that there's players that can be sleepers, but I mean, in a a 10-team PPR league, I, I would stay away from every receiver on this team. You, the, the only thing desperate.
0: I would say is is sometimes if if a guy can fight like they, they does that make them a better quarterback like if they can kick somebody's ass like if they have some grit and they yeah. have some
1: determination. Yeah. yeah. I would give I mean in that case, yeah. I mean, I would I'd put Daniel Jones up there.
0: We we should we should lump these guys together and let's do a Let's do a, uh, a blood sport tournament. And maybe we can think of a good name.
1: So kind of like a celebrity death match type Ooh, style of death, sports.
0: Ooh, yeah. The, the celebrity death match was one of the best shows. That show
1: was so funny.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, like that's one of those was things. Was it Mills where,
0: Lane? Was the ref, right? Or, yeah. Or, yeah, Mills yeah. Lane.
1: Yeah, so good. I mean, it's like where else could you see cartoons? So if we could recreate
0: a celebrity death match but with quarterbacks
1: like it i like this i like this game
0: but but i want like some quarterbacks that like probably can't fight so like obviously we're not like a, a josh allen jalen hurts like those guys probably kick some ass but let's let's do some guys who like who i don't who probably can't fight
1: probably can't fight okay so what are we uh, so let's okay. let's
0: pull someone from this division okay Okay, so NFC. out of all these, obviously Jalen Hurts can fight. Sam Howell, we don't know enough about him to know if he can fight. Um, I think Dak could definitely throw down. Dak could probably. Get what that. about Daniel Jones? Let's let's throw Daniel Jones in there.
1: I like that idea, Daniel Jones. I feel like he could be in there. Yeah.
0: All right, so so uh, all right, let, let's find some other guys.
1: Looking through. Okay, well, if we're gonna talk guys that like we're assuming can't fight or may not be able to fight, I mean, we've gotta go Kirk Cousins, right?
0: Kirk Cousins, uh, he he looks good. He's got the body for it, but but he's kind of nerdy. So let's let's throw him. Yeah,
1: like golly gee, he just he's so <laughs> he like he gets just gets so frustrated. Um, well, let's put
0: him in the octagon.
1: Okay, let's put him in the cage. Um, oh, trying to think
0: uh tua tua Tua, uh, Tua is perfect because he he might be able to fight but if he gets touched you know he's out he's out there's
1: there's no coming back from that (laughs) unless you pass concussion protocol and come back and do it all over again
0: all right so on this fight card this tournament i want a grudge match a grudge of all grudges you know one guy leaves a team one guy comes into the team the, the pretty boy comes into the team let's go with jimmy garoppolo versus Derek carr
1: Ooh, see i we like to build that.
0: that and yeah. that could be one of the you know that's
1: main event type that's stuff, a main event there? style
0: because Derek Show Carr, it's
1: not like he wanted to leave vegas and jimmy g like he's so he's so man pretty i mean
0: who doesn't want to kick his ass
1: he has everything he has the looks. He has the money. And he
0: might. He, he might lives in Vegas. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Okay. I but like that. Find I out. like that. All right. So then, who else do we got? Who else are we thinking?
0: Let Let's go with Mr. Awkward. Let's go with Russell Wilson.
1: Oh. Mr. Unlimited.
0: Mr. Unlimited.
1: I can't. Yeah.
0: That'd be a great uh, fight name, you know. Mr. Unlimited.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruce Buffer style. I like yes. that. All right. All so, right. yeah. And then I'm thinking kind of like he may not be nerdy at all, but I'm kind of thinking Jared Goff.
0: Jared Goff is is a good choice. He seems let's, like, let's like a California
1: guy with, like, the long hair and, like... So- Get like like oh bro like what's up dude like i don't know i just he gives off those kind of vibes all
0: right who do we got so far
1: okay we got daniel jones okay okay side note one thing one name that i just came up with or thought of Geno smith
0: gino what happened to him and what it was in is for the jets he he got yeah, in a scuffle
1: i think it was a gambling debt or something and he got knocked <laughs> the hell out He has to be This is his
0: chance at redemption. Redemption,
1: yes. Okay, so if we're going to go with this, I say of those names that we said, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, uh, let's see, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, Tua.
0: So we already got Jimmy G and Derek Carr slated for the first round.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're going to go. Daniel Jones versus... I'll give Daniel Jones the one seed.
0: Okay, yeah, Daniel Jones is definitely one seed. So he's got to fight the 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 eight seed so he's got to fight someone who i'm sorry if you've
1: been knocked the hell out before over gambling debts gino smith has to be yeah
0: i think it's it's between gino or tua but let's go with gino
1: okay and then second who would be a two seed thinking out loud golly gee should it be Kirk cousins
0: you know what he he's got a six-pack so I don't know if anyone else has a six pack on Dad's this list, trained. but we've we've seen Kirk Cousins on the plane. Let, let's go with with good old Kirk swag, okay, Captain Kirk.
1: And then if Gino's going to be the eight, then Tua's got to be the seven.
0: So seed. so yeah, let's pair him up with Tua. All
1: right, and then we got Derek Carr and Jimmy G, which leaves Mister Unlimited versus who we got left?
0: Jared. Jared oh, Goff. Yes. Okay. All right. The battle of the X NFC West. Quarterbacks. All right. Russell so, Wilson, Jared Goff. Oh,
1: and that was a good rivalry too. Seahawks, Rams. Solid. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. All right. Oh, well, and then we got Daniel Jones and Geno Smith. Both, you know, played in New York. So we got this New York, true, Brooklyn brawler style, uh, a showdown for our first fight. Um.
1: It's like we set this up in advance. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got Daniel Jones, Geno Smith. I- this to me is easy. I mean, Daniel Jones. Dan- yeah, Dan- Daniel Jones Let's comes look at the tail in. of the tape. Tail of the tape. Daniel Jones. He is 6'5, 230 pounds.
0: That's a big boy.
1: That is a that is a large boy. He's got man. some reach. And then Geno Smith is 6'2 and 218.
0: Oh yeah. Daniel Jones is gonna is is definitely gonna overpower him. And you know, Gino's Geno's chin is suspect.
1: We have proof of that. So, yeah.
0: And I think Daniel Jones' legs are underrated. He's probably going to throw a lot of kicks.
1: And he went to Duke, so he's really smart.
0: Yep. So So he's going to game plan properly. He's probably training with a guy like Greg Jackson or one of of these uh, heavy game planners.
1: Geno Smith went to West Virginia. That's all you need to know.
0: Yeah, that's all you need to know.
1: Daniel Jones is going to (laughs) win.
0: All right. So our first fight of the night, Daniel Jones defeats Geno Smith. And we'll say KO. I mean, I mean
1: yeah. Easy. easy. Maybe KO. head
0: kick KO? Ooh, I like that. All right, so head kick Not KO. Not just normal.
1: All right. So now it moves on to our second matchup. Kirk Cousins versus Tua.
0: Tua Tunga Viola. I feel like this fight could be a quick fight.
1: Yeah. Possibly. I mean, Tua with his, uh, obviously has a, uh, bit of a history I feel like if he gets one punch then uh yeah he's probably gonna be out for a while
0: yeah I'm I think Kirk Cousins by early stoppage probably like in a minute I, I would say about a minute you know TKO doctor stoppage he he's stiffened up and you know he might not even got hit in the head when he stiffened up. <laughs> might still be like pre-existing
1: Poor, I mean, poor Tua. Yeah, I feel for you, Tua, <laughs> and I hope
0: that you that nothing happens to you this season, and you have. I, I think he'll have a great season. Kirk, Kirk,
1: Cousins, nice guy. I'll go Kirk Cousins.
0: <laughs> Kirk Cousins for the win. All
1: right, the next matchup. This
0: is. Hang on, hang on. I, nope, he's the main. That's okay, okay, the, okay. The I was gonna
1: say. Play. I almost feel like Let's that should put be them at the end. All right, Russell Wilson versus Jared Goff.
0: All right, I mean, this might be the most boring fight of the night.
1: Okay, so here's the here's my feeling. I can't stand Russell Wilson, so I'm just gonna root against him no matter what.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's actually like he's got that going for him. He's he's a heel, you know, in, in wrestling terms, he's a heel, and and maybe people don't like him and maybe he feeds on it, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jared Goff. I think I'm, Jared Goff. I
1: mean, I'm gonna go with Jared Goff by a
0: split decision. Here's
1: the thing Russell Wilson will be overly prepared for this matchup because he will be doing mental <laughs> on reps. The plane? He will be doing high knees in the on the plane. Doing,
0: doing shadow boxing. He's gonna
1: be in the octagon prior, doing high fives like he's like just entering the octagon. He's gonna be
0: speaking to Jesus in the octagon. And like
1: uh, Russell Wilson is gonna I mean he will be overly prepared. And for that reason, I'm going Jared Goff.
0: Yep, Jared Goff by split decision. All right, moving on to the main event of the evening.
1: Introducing first, fighting out of the blue corner. All right, we got Derek Carr, hold up. Let me get his measurements. Me get that Derek teletape. Carr, teletape, 6'3", 218.
0: This might be like one of our closest matchups. 6'3",
1: 218, like that's not, I thought he was bigger than that.
0: Jimmy G's gotta be a big boy though, I bet.
1: Uh no, this threw me. They're pretty even. Six two. So he's an inch shorter than Derek Carr. I would not have does I uh, does Jimmy G have a long neck or something? What's like his I just weight? feel like two twenty-five. So he's got seven pounds on him. Okay. But he's also shorter right by an inch.
0: Dude, but Derek Carr is a dog.
1: Derek Carr has some guns.
0: He's a dog.
1: I'm looking at some pictures, and he's got some guns.
0: I think this is a close fight. This is kind of like the fight last weekend. This is like Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey, but I don't know if Jimmy G has that grittiness. I think that, that Jimmy G is probably... Like a guy who you know, once his, his face gets messed up, I think he's he's uh, once he starts bleeding, Jimmy he G bleeds wants, his own blood.
1: I mean, Jimmy G's face is his money maker, so yeah, he ain't gonna want to mess with that. So Derek
0: all. Carr might end this fight in the you know maybe a second, second late second round TKO. Yeah, that's my guess.
1: I would roll with that. All right, moving be.
0: on to the semifinals. So we got, ooh, got some good matchups here. <clears throat> Yeah, we're getting kind down to the like nitty-gritty here. So,
1: are we going to do reseeding then?
0: So, yeah, reseed. Let's reseed this.
1: Okay. So, we got the 1 versus the f-
0: So, the oh, 1 no seed is Daniel Jones.
1: So, Jared Goff versus Daniel Jones.
0: Daniel Jones versus Jared Goff. All right. Man, I... This is I it. Mean, these are these fights are Daniel be good. Daniel Jones,
1: I mean, at 65 that's a big two thirty. I, I I. What's feel Jared
0: like, Goff's measurables?
1: Oh man, Jared Goff is only 6'4", 222. So he's down an in, down an inch and down eight pounds.
0: Jared Goff's from uh, is he from Cali? That's mm. just a guess, but yes, yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, from so Cali.
0: Daniel Jones versus Jared Goff. I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones here. Yeah, I feel like I have to go. Daniel Gotta go Jones. with that one seed. He's again, gonna make it to the final.
1: Again, the smart guy, Duke. Went to you know he's from that Charlotte area. Yeah, I mean, I, anyone out of California already gives off like wimpy vibes. Yeah. But but he was lucky that he had a first round matchup against Russell Wilson. All so.
0: right, moving on to the. Second semifinal fight, the last semifinal fight is Kirk Cousins taking on Derek Carr. This is going to be a good matchup here too.
1: See, and I, I think I'm kind of leaning Derek Carr here.
0: I was just about to say, I think Derek Carr, it, he's. I, I feel like this this dog mentality I've, I've been saying is is what's going to lead him to win this fight. I
1: mean, coming in at six three two eighteen, he's not over like he's not big like. But a he Daniel might be Jones. quick. But the dude has guns. He's a
0: gunslinger.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, I feel like just that he's just a dog. I feel like who's
0: he's taking good. in fantasy out of those two?
1: Daniel Jones and Derek Carr.
0: No, Derek Carr and Kirk. Oh no, yeah. No, wait. Who's who's was Carr? Carr's was fighting Kirk Cousins. Oh, Derek Carr with the Saints. Kirk Cousins with the Vikings. Uh. Kirk, I feel like Kirk Cousins. He does really well. Like he he pads the wide receiver numbers, but but the numbers aren't that like they don't jump out to you. But I I think I would go with Kirk Cousins. I feel like I would too, just based on the talent
1: that he has around him. But
0: if Michael Thomas is anything that he was in the past, I think that Derek Carr could have a good season.
1: Yeah, I'm not banking
0: on that. All right. (laughs)
1: Fantasy football, Kirk Cousins. Definitely. Octagon fight, Derek Carr.
0: Derek Carr for sure.
1: All right. Championship match: Daniel Jones, Derek Carr. Daniel Jones. This
0: is like this is a fight that I don't know if I'm signing up for.
1: <laughs> Daniel Jones has like 20 pounds on. Him.
0: I know, yeah. Daniel Jones, he might be a stud, man. This guy, I think he can he can hold his own, but Derek Carr is gritty. So how many how much weight is this advantage? Well, Derek
1: Carr is 218, yeah, and Daniel Jones comes in at.
0: And he's quite a bit taller. 230,
1: too. so he's got twelve pounds on him, and then he has got the reach. Yeah, I just oh man, it's hard to say. I like you know, was I mean Derek Carr in California. Gives off those Cali I'm, vibes.
0: I'm leaning Daniel Jones here in this fight.
1: I think I might too. Because the so- <laughs> be, only because if Derek Carr is a Cali guy and he's got the guns, like he's gonna look the part but are they like real muscles or are they just like California muscles? Yeah. There's a difference.
0: He's just a... Daniel Jones is just a big boy. Yeah. I just feel like the the size alone, especially because these guys probably don't really know how to fight, so maybe Daniel Jones can just lay on him for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Squeak out a decision, maybe unanimous decision, 30-27, something like that. Yeah. I don't see either one of them getting knocked out. The underwhelming winner... Of uh, well, what did we call this? Look at the... it.
1: <laughs> Quarterback
0: death match.
1: Death match. Death. I feel like that was pretty productive, and I also feel Daniel Jones. Now I have a newfound respect for Daniel Jones that I didn't have before.
0: <laughs> and and I'm hoping that he gets in a fight this year now, just so we can kind of prove our theory. Yeah, and hopefully it's with Derek Carr. They maybe they play each other. Maybe he can or you know, training camp up. fight. Yeah, that'd be good.
1: We're in the midst I feel of like he's just camps. too nice.
0: I don't feel like he's gonna get in a fight with anybody.
1: Daniel Jones has a punchable face.
0: He does. Very punchable and, and you look maybe at him he gets front of the line or You look so, at him and
1: you're way. like, Man, I really wanna punch that face.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Derek Carr looks meaner.
0: I'm not I, I wouldn't. I'm not changing him. my mind, yeah. but
1: I still think Daniel Jones, but Yeah. Based on size alone.
0: All right. With that, that puts an end to this podcast. Like I said before, we're we're probably going to do, um, kind of a cram episode. We're going to try to cram some of these in, you know, hopefully we get some of these in before our draft. So guys, I want to thank you so much. I mean, we've been putting these together
1: and we're putting some, uh, time together and I know that they're not quick little five minute hits, but we really do truly appreciate everyone that's taking the time to listen.
0: Yeah, we're just having a lot of fun with it. Um, I, I can't wait to do these podcasts. So, you know, if, if you guys have any suggestions or anything that, you know, we could do better on this show, if, if you want to count how many times I say, um, that's fine. Or, you know, make fun of Sean's voice. That's fine, too. Or, then-
1: <laughs> or tell my kids that they need to go away or...
0: Yeah, hopefully you, know, you don't mind. All the all the, the, all the suggestions in the background.
1: all the suggestions I will listen to and then I will firmly disagree with.
0: And don't be making suggestions after I beat you because that's not cool. You know, you're you're obviously you're upset, you know, but just take it on the chin and listen to the episodes. Hopefully you get something from it. We'll be, you know, posting things about waiver wires and trade anything that anyone posts on the trade blocks. Uh, it's going to be a fun season.
1: If you guys like the pod, please like, subscribe, share with uh, please. friends, family. We love doing this. And I need uh, all
0: ten of you to follow the podcast. Yeah, we and can see we can
1: see who's watching. Just so you all know.
0: Yeah, all make right, up statistics. Take it easy, guys. I'm out.